Welcome everyone to week 25, season three of the official UE podcast for game 121. I'm your host, Terry. And as always, we're joined by Daryl. How's it going, mate? Good, sir. Good. Bit emotional today because, you know, I had parents evening, but we'll get to that later. I'm still a bit, I'm still, you know, when you get the rage <laughs> in, your, in your chest, like a lump in your chest of rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've still got that. So I'm. Oh, you might hear me swallowing a lot, which that that won't be not, uncommon for you. Not actually the first time I've said that. So. <laughs> You've That's been to Colchester good. again. Hey! Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also joining us this week, we have the pleasure of being joined by Mikey from Bayern Munich. How's it going, mate? I'm good, thanks. Uh, how's everyone else doing? All good. All Is good. it Mikey or Mickey? Mikey. It's Mickey like, is ah, built with a C. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. I tell, I tell everyone that when people say that. It's like <laughs> Mickey Singh, isn't it? Everyone always says Mikey Singh. Like, That's Mickey. It's Mickey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, also join us is Luke from the Norwich City Manager. How's it going, mate? Evening, guys. How are you doing, Luke? Uh, yeah. Got there eventually. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's, he escaped my transit van, and now we've got good comms, <laughs> so it's all good. Not a problem. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I think as as always, we have to we have to start off as as we mean to go on. So, how did we get on this week? Um, let's, let's start with you, Mikey. How did you go? Um, which one will I start with? Will I start with the good or the bad? Um, the bad was Bayern Munich losing away to Dortmund, but fair play to Matty. Um, he tactically done me. Um, I was due a drop in points, to be fair, because I had won quite a few in a row. Can't remember how many, but seven, eight, nine possibly to Claude Dale back. Um, but yeah, it's all down to the last game, guys, in that, in that league. Yeah, because yeah, Le- was... Leipzig lost as well, didn't it? So yeah, didn't even get. Dale's Dale on a bit of a crap run, to, to, yeah. to say the least. Um, he's not won for a while, and I've managed to claw it back. But I still expect Dale to win his last game. So, and he's got a good goal difference on me. So, so it, be got, tough for me to steal got, it from him. He's got Ajax in it last game. It's easy three points. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he's got. Has he not got games? Tilly, Tilly's got. Oh, Tilly. uh, oh, yeah, he's, he's, oh, yeah, you, you guys. Uh, so you, you're both on 51 <laughs> points, aren't you? And obviously, goal yeah. difference separate you. But I think you've got uh, the bottom two, uh, respectively, Ghent and Reims. Yeah, I, I've uh, um, yeah, I've been on the phone to Chippy and I've um, talked him through what tactics to play since <laughs> I took Taylor away twice <laughs> in the league. So I've um, been on the door <laughs> to Chippy and told him to what to play. Oh, a bit of weasel gate ongoing. Oh, I love it. Nah, I'm only kidding. It. It's fair game for me, so it's just whatever. I take whatever comes. Uh, it, it, does this feel like a, a replica of last season with um, Tilly and Leverkusen turning yes. around? Um, oh, it's got my point. Last year was, uh, I think I played two left backs or two right backs in one game, and I got stuffed. And that was the start of the the downward. Um, spiral from there, and then Tilly did me in the last game of the season. Uh, I think I played them actually in the last game, and he done me over. Yeah, I remember that because we talked about it for ages, and it was it was just mental that it would go down to the wire, and the two teams would play each other. Yeah, that's, that's so rare in UE. Yeah, I, don't, I think Tilly beat really me twice it. last year. Um, I'm not 100 percent on that. Not got the results in front of me, but I'm sure he did me twice last year. And mm. I'll be quite disappointed if I don't win the league this year because I've beat Dale twice in the league this year. Oh, oh um, so yeah, it's a silly, silly drop points that that cost you in the end. And how, how do you feel like yeah, your season's gone though in general? I mean, you've obviously been in the Champions League and 
I was disappointed um, with the Champions League run. Um, I must admit, um, we had the uh, when I think both my teams got drawn in the same group, and then they had to be yeah, um, separated, etc. So I was in a slightly easier group, and then went to a hard group. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think I'll be more equipped next year for the Champions League run and try and be competitive in the league with Bayern. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how about yourself, Luke? Uh, which ones you want? Because, like Nicky, I've got a few teams. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get to the main. Sorry, yeah, we'll <laughs> focus on the main teams. One? Obviously, Norwich and Bayern. If, but if you both got told you could only keep one for whatever reason, which one would you keep? Oh, interesting. Uh, I would I, keep my unit because I've had them from turn ten, um, season one, and I only took them because the guy left, um, and I paid That's some right, bucks. Yeah. Yeah, he was real pissed off over how, like, I think he fucked up on his deals, didn't he? Yeah. Or, he or something. And he just, I think he just had enough because he's too much debt. Well, to, I don't know if you want the truth now or I'll tell you the truth later on in the pod. But, um, yeah, um, a few of the more experienced guys had his pants down, I think. Ah, okay. Okay. Was, was he fairly new then? I don't think he was new, but I just think that some of the deals that we're trying to pull off, as in, like, um, they'll sell, um, Oh, what's the lad that joined, jumped from team to team? I think he went Kibitch. He went from Amir to Will, and then he went from Will to someone else. He plays for Bayern Munich in real life. can't remember his name. He's gone. But he sold him for cash early doors, and he was meant to pot someone and then get someone back. And then it was Jack never going to happen the way the deal was Oh, going. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. So, yeah, what about you, Luke? What, what team um, did you? Yeah, I'd, I'd keep Norwich first team I picked up so I'd stick with them to be honest it's uh, being in the English Prem that's where you want to be in it yeah yeah okay. um, with regards to me teams uh, unfortunately Nathan decided to uh, have me trousers down this week he's uh, we've been chatting for a few weeks we thought we were going to be in a title decider and now it looks like uh, last week's Max is deciding which one of us stays up and which one stays in the uh, in the fourth division? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's that's a horrible one, isn't it? It's it's been a tight league all season, to be honest. I think uh, there was five or six teams. It started to spread out a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Tom Della got a, a winner against me in the ninety-second minute. Well, oh. a, draw, a draw, sorry, in the ninety-second minute. Oh, Christ! All right. Mm. So, yeah, that's a sickener, isn't it? Yep, so that that would have put me above him going into the final game, but now it's, uh, I think I'm two points behind him with going into the final game. Still still anyone's really, that one. What's the goal difference? If he draws and you win, can you pip him on goal difference? Uh, He's got quite a bit, isn't he? Yeah, my my goal difference is crap, to be honest. Um, He needs to lose and you win. He he does, yep. He's two points ahead of me, so yeah, he's got to lose. Um, Trying to look to see who he's got. Actually, it's uh, I think he's away to Malaga final game. He is, yeah, he is. Yeah, so he well he might win that. You never know. It's uh, but he, he's got to lose, and I've got to win to to go up. And you're playing Lecce, aren't you? I am. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm home to them, so that's not too yeah. bad. But Sunderland, Sunderland's finest there, in is it? Oh, John, <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean to be honest the two te- the two teams have both got pretty much the same sort of uh, form record at the moment over the last five weeks so yeah it's uh, I could do with Tom it's, yeah. it's really it's been really close isn't it I mean that is 
he's had a little slip up to, you know, Nathan Tondela, but I mean, in overall, I mean, his form has been terrific all season. I mean, probably too many draws, but I mean, he's very, very difficult to beat. Yeah, I think it wasn't till about sort of turn 18 or so, like you say, he was drawing all his matches and then about turn 18, he suddenly started turning those draws into wins and uh, he, he's kicked on from there. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And obviously we have to go over to... Uh, the, the winning expert. No, uh, no, 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 no. Percy did me this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Oh dear. No, I, oh I, dear. It's it's okay. Like Percy. The thing is, right. So with Percy, I'm going to say it out straight. If he hadn't had the injuries he's had, he would probably be top two. Like, He'd be involved. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. And we said it at the beginning that I was quite confident it would be me dave and and percy at the end uh but no he's done me here and the bit that concerns me most is the three players i brought in to play in different positions like so i had my right back out uh dave was injured and so i brought some guys in obviously i was swapping out my anchor man so i brought the new guy in those three play trash it's a little bit concerning that my backups play trash um yeah, he went 3-0 up, like, in the first half hour. I got it back to 3-2. Then I had a man sent off and nothing happened. Could something have happened had I not had my centre-back sent off? Maybe. Uh, but no, Percy Percy was just better. He didn't He didn't have any bad player. Everyone 80-plus. Set up perfect. Beat me 3-2. So, no title for me. And I've got to see off Steve to finish second. But <laughs> going going up was always the, the, the dream. And so, I, I've done that. Made yeah, it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, made it. it. It's a lesson that I think whoever's in Division 3 next season, Locker and I are going to steamroll through that, and I'm calling it now. Like, they're too good to be there. He's too good to be there. Fair play, mate. Fair play. But, yeah, no, fair play. Uh, if I hadn't had to send it off, do I think maybe we could have got it back? Maybe. We pulled it back from 3-0 to 3-2. Maybe. But we we will never know. But, no, I, I can't complain. That's that's me being the Sturmgrats manager. Percy, Percy beat me fair and square. So, can't complain. Fair play, mate. Fair play. Not, nice you can't argue when you get beat. No, you can't argue. No, when, no. when you read it and you you can see it was a it was a better team, better setup. I tried to counter it a little bit. Wasn't having it because his team was just playing too well. And he's really finished the season strongly. He'll be gutted at the way his mid-season went with the injuries he had and then other bits and pieces because I think he would have gone up. But um, but yeah, I lost to a better team. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can sort of say likewise. I, I played um, Getafe in, in the FA Cup final this week. Um, I probably, probably stupidly, but some people would probably say played a totally different way to how I would normally play. I tried to be clever. Um, I tried to mess around and trial a few things and um, more so formation and tactic wise. I did something that I don't, I've only done, well, formation wise, I've only done it once before tactically, never done it before. Um, yeah, just wanted to try something, see if it worked. A bit of an experiment going because I haven't got, I got, I haven't got time or space for friendlies to try things. Uh, it didn't work. It, it, you know, he he kept it very very tight and one one nil. Um, should I have done something different and played how I probably should have played? Maybe, maybe. But you know, sometimes you you know you want to try things and and yeah, it was a perfect opportunity to to do it. Um, I was, I was more keen on winning uh, the Champions League and I got knocked out of it. I think that sort of knocked a bit of the uh, the stuffing out of me. I, I wasn't really too fussed after that. I, I thought I had a good chance in the Champions League, but yeah, I, I couldn't be 
I wasn't too fussed after. Um, in the league, though, we won 3-2, beating Inter Milan 3-2. Very, very close game. Um, yeah, we we nicked a goal with six minutes left. Uh, so, yeah, it was unlucky on Phil. So, yeah, but well well done to, to Joe at Getafe and uh, commiserations to, to Phil. He's been really, really playing well this season. So, yeah, good stuff on him. Phil's done really well in that league this season. He started he started yeah. slowly, but he's finished like a train the last sort of twelve games. He has, he has, yeah. yeah he's, he's probably been the form team, to be honest. Yeah, it's. I think he he'll just probably look on a bit of a shame that he, he maybe didn't get it clicking earlier. Because yeah. I think he could really put a lot of pressure on. I really yeah, do. I think I think he could be next year in that league. Hundred percent, and I think and yeah. I think um, Andy at uh, Atalanta could be another one. I think he, he takes a lot of scalps. I mean, he took a big one this week beating Jay. Jay's I just want to say to a wee word on Joey. Joey's brought obviously Gattafi up for the league below. Yeah, um, I've known yeah, Joey for quite a long time job. now, and he, he's a top manager. He knows his stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. So, big if he if he manages to win that league with Gattafi over some of the teams in that league, that'll be some achievement. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I said to him like, yeah, we 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 had a little chat. He sort of sort of, sort of said to me, he "Goes, you don't normally play that." I was like, "I know, I know," but. I, you know, I, I didn't play something that I didn't think could win. I played something that I, there was like method to the madness. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I genuinely played something I thought could win. Um, it didn't work. Simple as that. There's there's no excuses. He's just got a cracking team and he, he's hard to beat. Yeah, um, Joey's got his yeah. tactics spot on with Getafe. He's got the right yeah. players in the right positions. He has, yeah. Um, I think for you know, his own... Uh, you know, whilst it works, it works. I think the only concern is if it stops working, if people work out the the key to that certain setup, uh, could be problematic. Um, it's happened to a few other teams. I think I remember like Roma in season one had a certain way of playing. Uh, it got it got unlocked eventually. Um, you know, pe- people worked out what they had to do to stop it. And it no, Joey, um, I don't think he won't rest on it. To play no, he won't rest on it. I could no, see him. Sure. Maybe it would happen that first time. Maybe yeah. a second, and then he'd be on it. So yeah, that's why I bring it up. I, I think it, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Uh, and enjoy a, a very worthy winner of the league if he wins it. Martin's still in in, in with a chance, but um, yeah, very worthy winner. It's been absolutely quality all season. Yeah, some top class teams in that league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then then and you got Jay as well. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what is it, the Don? <laughs> or Mickey. No, um, <laughs> no. Low blow, low blow. Low blow, no. <laughs> Got to have a bit of battery. He loves it, really. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you guys, actually. I, th- I think, yeah, we're a good place to start for sort of like a conversation for, for this podcast is, I mean, obviously yourselves are both um, quite in on, on the multi-team management. I mean, uh, is, is that something that is a law for you in, in the game? I mean, would you be as interested in UE still and, and like a, a next game if there was to be limited or no multi-team management? Is that something that would bother you or is it a case of it's there so you do it? Um, I'll just go first, Luke. Go for, it, go, for it. go for it. Um, I take the opportunity to take two or three teams because one, it keeps teams managed Um saves them from rotting away and it lines Ben's pockets when I, I, I put my hand in my pocket to go for teams as well mm-hmm. um, so it keeps his getting tatties and that on the table you know um, but yeah I mean if it was one team I would still just be one team um, 
the opportunity was there for two, three teams. I take the opportunity there. You know, it's just the way it is. To be, unfortunately, for some people, don't like it, but others love it. But at the end of the day, it's Ben's business. Um, he's got to do what's right for his wallet, bank account. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much the same, to be honest. If, if it was to change, it, it wouldn't really bother me, to be honest. Okay. Uh, how about you, Luke? How, how are you on that? Um, yeah, pretty much the same, to be honest. You know, I'd be quite happy if it, it was just Norwich this uh, in this game. But like Mickey said, the teams were there, the, the opportunities there to manage them. So I'm quite happy to pick a couple up. It doesn't really worry me about uh, multi-team management. It's, uh, it's better to keep the teams managed, I think, than have them floating around as unmanaged teams. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some... I, I suppose, like, yeah, I, I agree with you on the plus side. I think it keeps leagues managed. Uh, I suppose as someone, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think it's probably well known. Like I've said on previous podcasts, I'm not a fan of it. Um, more, more so in hard format. I don't really give a shit in easy format. I think hard formats, it it should be hard. Yeah, it should be difficult for everyone. Um, you you do tend. I don't. I don't want to frame this the right way because I don't. I don't necessarily look at other people's deals. So I wouldn't say dodgy deals go on. But there's definitely deals between mates and groups and you know little cliques and stuff like that. Uh, is that? Do you think that's like a sufficient enough reason to sort of like at the very least in hard format games to maybe sort of calm it down a bit? I mean, or yeah, maybe sort of have like you know if, if someone puts like a season ticket down for a second team and like you know in you know, you can only have a second team, and but you've got to put season tickets so it stops you know fucking around. And that would do you think that would be fair? Would that be something? Well, I'll, I'll answer that as well because like my teams are, I've got season tickets on them for about another three or four seasons yet. Good man. So it's just again it lines Ben's pockets. Yeah, uh, see uh, that that side of it I like. I, I like that side of it. You know, where where people are committed to it. it it's more, and I think. A, a lot of this has been sort of brought up lately. Apparently, um, in the main, I'm not in the main WhatsApp group, but it's been brought up there of uh, people taking a team for three or four weeks, dropping it, and it goes to someone else, and then it goes to someone else, and it just seems a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? It it it, it knocks the, uh, especially for like managers who are coming up against these teams. You see that manager, you kind of know what that manager might play and what he tends to do, and then they get dropped and someone else comes in that same week and it totally throws a spanner in the works it's a bit bit of an annoyance yeah and, and some come if you remember, keep putting tens and 20 pounds down or whatever i don't know what the minimum payment is mm-hmm. now i normally just put a season ticket down or or whatever it takes yeah. to get team. so like i say and when i give a side away it's normally got 20 maybe even 30 turns on it i don't even want anything back for them if someone new comes to the game and they're looking just for a sort of experimental team then yeah. I'm more than happy to pass pass them on. Um, that's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite. It's just idea. the way it is. Um, sometimes a team jumps up, maybe that you support or that you just really like in real life, and you know, each to their own. People manage different ways. People can always say they get better deals here, there, and everywhere, but I'm still yet to see that because when you put players up, they actually offer drivel. Um, and that's probably why people just deal in their own wee cliques because you know they get offered absolute crap for player for people, and then they're the ones that are moaning how they never got an opportunity to offer to offer for that player. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure I, 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 I asked the, the yeah, because I do ask ask that sort of question in in a in a way 
uh, other people sort of framed it to me um, and probably to yourself, Daryl. Mm. Um, one, one thing I, I do see a lot of, though, is people who deal with people that they know. It, it tends to be because those people, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate and sit on the fence like I normally do. The people, when you deal with someone like three or four times, it's not always something shady. Sometimes it can be like that guy knows what sort of deal you're looking for and they offer the right deal straight off the bat rather than sort of fanning around trying to offer you know because some people will offer sort of they'll lowball you a little bit first try and get yeah. to see if they can get something low uh and then then come in after with like you know and sometimes it's just too late sometimes people have got other things going on in their in their life as well you know they can't be sitting on whatsapp groups or forums and Sometimes someone's offered that's what they want, the positions they want, the players they want, the stats they want. Yeah, Just get the deal done and that's it. Um, yeah, that's it. But I also agree with other people that can sit on WhatsApp and post a player up on Thursday and not accept a deal till Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock before they send their turn. It's entirely <laughs> their choice. Uh, how about you, Luke? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I'm, I'm the same as you, to be honest. I like, uh, yeah, multi-team management, as I said. I'm quite happy with that. But, yeah, it is a pet hate of mine for people that take teams on and maybe six, seven t- uh, turns down, you know, that they'll dump them again. I think there are, there are teams that have been managed two or three times in one season. And I don't think that really benefits anybody. I mean, transfer deals, it, it amazes me how people can keep buying players and transferring them the following week. It's it's not something I do myself, I uh, no, no, I, I totally agree. I, I very rarely ever, ever, ever do that. I mean, yes, yeah, I do that. I, I take on players. <laughs> I'm a bit like yeah, feisty yeah, as some, well. Um, yeah, I was going to say he's probably like the prime one. I, I, I see who's, but it works. You see, like there, there's if you if you watch what Fifey does carefully, it's very smart. Very, very smart, very smart approach. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smarter yeah. than he looks, says David. And he's been beginning of the season. Like, as I say, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we arranged the Suarez deal like turn two, and it was like for turn six. You know, he was like four weeks ahead of himself at the beginning of the game. You know, it was crazy because when we did the deal, he was like, I haven't got him yet. He comes in in turn four, and yeah, now swapping with you. I think it was five actually the next week. And I was like, good Lord. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think Fifey does that a lot, though, doesn't he? Fifey five, will get a player off somebody and he's transferred him out before he's actually got him in his squad. So he's quite, <laughs> quite, quite funny the way he does that. Yeah. His notepads must be huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his brain capacity isn't as big to take all that on board. He's a Dundee United fan, come on. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, so it starts. I, I'm sure yeah. he's going to be messaging soon, saying no, I, I need yeah, to come yeah. on and get yeah. with with him. Yeah, bring me and Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how about yourself, Darrow? I mean, what, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, yeah, we we've got this a lot in P, PMs, yeah, uh, DMs, stuff like this. Um, this week's been a lot, and it's tough. Like, I do understand how how it probably looks on paper, and that's what these people are are basing it on and so i kind of get that but as you know as we've said like there are just some people that you know will get exactly what you're looking for you know i do it with danny lennon if i need you for reserve players i don't really scout i message danny i'll be like i need this 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 and he sends me him because he knows what i'm looking for you know so i naturally now go i don't put it on a forum or in whatsapp group no one's ever known that i've been looking for youth players i message danny because i know danny me and him have done it so many games now. 
He knows what youth players are like. And he, he then sends me like a list of three or four, like this one, this one, not this one, you know? And so I've, it's just like my default setting now is, oh, I've got a couple of youth player spots. I message Danny. And I don't think of anything else. And, you know, I have to look at it a bit similar. You know, if you've got a player up from Swap that you know, that I know Matt's going to like, I probably would just message Matt direct, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But on paper, I probably get what people are saying, you know? I think we used to do that, though, didn't we? When when Faddy was with us on the podcast. I mean, yeah. if you remember, like, the early doors, like, season one, season two, we'd be like, we'd come on, we'd be like, oh, I signed this mate this week. I'm not going to use them. And you're like, all right, what are you after for him? And it just it just starts straight away. You know, like, yeah. the, these deals, you know, it, yeah, it's yeah. just like people you know, it's like, sort of like a comfortable, easy deal. There's no hassles. You know, you're not going to get stitched. It, it's... Uh, you know, it's like it's like you know, Fifey's messaged me today about uh, a possible deal. Now I know he's probably going to offer something decent, and it's going to interest me. You know, but at the same time, I know he's after something specific because that's yeah. You, know, you watch you know his threads; he's very very specific in what he wants, which is sort of very similar to me. So it's it kind of helps in that in that regard. Yeah, it does help. But, and there are some times, as you say, that you just, and I think that's what people have to. When they, you know, when they're complaining about this, like these people have played the game a long time together, you know, they mm. cut out all these middlemen, you know, cut out all the drosh because some people do offer some shite. Like let's let's get it right. Like you put a player up and you get ten offers, eight of them you're just going to close and you laugh, you know. So why would you bother taking all ten when you know the two people that are going to be interested, you know? So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's more to it than how it looks on paper, but that's not me saying that. I I think in hard, hard format, I don't think you know multi team agent probably should have been a thing, or maybe putting like 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 uh, Mickey does, yeah, Mikey does a a season ticket down. Maybe there needs to be a limit on how long you take them for. That might help stuff like that, stuff like that. But I think other than that, it's it's all good. Yeah, I I, I don't know what you guys think though. I, 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 like another sort of sort of tacking onto what we what we just said which was uh brought up in in, in like you know the various pm pms me and daryl got um for the podcast but um and it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on it is i i think this is more directed at you know guys doing deals with other guys who are multi-team management but again like we said uh, just a little while ago they're they're taking like a team for like three or four weeks um and they're, they're swapping players on and, and it just, it just seems like it's a case of just dealing to do deals rather than actually trying to benefit and build a squad. And it, I think it ruins certain leagues. Do you know what I mean? I totally I agree. That, I don't think, like I said earlier, if you're taking a team on, you should really be putting a season ticket down. I, I think we're past the stage of putting tens and twenties down and I totally get people might not be able to financially manage that. But, I yeah, think yeah. for me personally, I would just say, right, it's a season ticket from now. That's it. On we, on we go from there. That way, you know that team's going to be managed for at least 26 turns. Uh, a question we if got. You're taking oh, a second, go if you're taking a second team and you can't afford a whole season ticket, you probably shouldn't be taking that second team anyway, should you? Well, it's a good I point. would probably back that up, Daryl. Yeah, that's a very good point. What's your thoughts, Luke? 
Yeah, I mean, you've got to be committed. I mean, if you're taking a second team on, I mean, like, uh, like Mikey said, take, put, taking it on for 10 or 20 quid is, is not helping anybody. I think you've got to be a little bit suspicious if someone's only taking it on for three or four turns. You've got to wonder what their motive is for taking it on. Um, I think when I've took on second and third teams, I've always put a season ticket down. And I know I've got all three of mine are due their season tickets in a, a couple of weeks' time, so... The kids are going to have to miss out on some Christmas presents when I do have it. Something's got to give. Sorry, son. No switch for you this year. <laughs> what veil have just come up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's the only downside, really, with, with multi-team management is if people are doing funny deals where perhaps I might agree to sell you a player from one team if you sell me a player to one of my other teams, you know, something like that. It's something that's probably got to be kept an eye on. Because I'm sure yeah, that does happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's got to happen. Uh, and I think it's been sort of shown, hasn't it? It's, it's happened before. And um, I, I think you'd hope, like, the, the system could be a bit more sophisticated to pick that sort of silly shit up. But again, the, the, the other argument, you know, we play Devil's Advocate, it's the podcast. Like, some people only play this game to deal we have to also take that into consideration, you know? Yeah, I suppose people some want people different things out of it. Yeah, like some people literally only play this game for all the deals that they do every week, you know? It's it's different coats for different folks, and it's difficult because, like, they take the multi-teams, they like to do a deal, and they're like, oh, okay, I want to carry on doing some deals. We'll take on another team. We'll get some more deals done. What keeps cash and stuff in the game? But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's some people seem to take more offense to it than than some you know when i first yeah. joined you it was one team in a hard format game um i think it was one one seven i think it was that That's was my right. first hard format game i think it was one one seven i think um and it, you could only manage one team yeah see so, I, I can understand it in this game because I, th- I think we all got the impression because I mean, it used to be uh, i know hard format games sort of came uh, a bit, they're a bit more sparse in time. Do you know what I mean, when when you'd see them come out, um, but there was always like, you know, you'd get a, a, an easy format game, at, uh, sort of like the summer transfer window in real life, and then usually another one in sort of January, wouldn't you? Um, so like, you know, people could do get their fix for doing deals, and or what, you know, if they fucked up their team, they could have another go with a new game. Yeah. You know, and I think he might have left the multiple team management open in this game because I think yeah, I think it's very clear Daryl from the chats we had with him there was no interest or, or not not interest that's probably a bit harsh on Ben but there was no um, plan for another game anytime soon no. well if you look at the time and now we're nearly at Christmas no one's going to he's not going to start a new game between now and Christmas and his likelihood nobody's going to have any money and there'll be lucky few that do have money after Christmas so you're probably looking at probably April time maybe later yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I could probably see another one, like again, summer transfer window um, around that sort of time. I'd imagine myself. I mean, not that I'm in the know or anything, but that's that's just going by the patterns of the past, you know. You've probably heard this many times before, but I, I know it's a, a hard format game, but it's got easy format game rises. I know they've stalled this last what season and a season, half a season. But it's, we're really quite far advanced for it to be end of season three, and there's four or forty PV players across the board on the yeah. top twenty list. You know, there's forty mm. PVs. Mm. Yeah, we've we've long sort of uh, not been massive fans of that uh, ourselves on on the pod and that. But um, 
So for uh-huh. a future game, maybe we could go back to the one-team management again if there was interest there. But I highly doubt. I mean, if you take away the multi-team management and one-two-one, Ben would probably lose out on a good few thousand pounds, I would imagine. See, that, I, I think it that's does. the other side of it, is that we're looking at it from players. This league, what, has got seven unmanaged teams coming to the end of season three. That's dollar for Ben. That's bank. You know, we we have to, we have that's to, it, it. that does go business, into a big part of the discussion that we can talk ethics and what we'd like to see, but seven unmanaged teams coming to the end of season three isn't really that common, you know? So this has probably been one of no. his most profitable games for a very, very long time. So, and I think yeah, there'll be yeah. more unmanaged teams because, what it, this, you know, this three-season deal that he did, will that not be coming to an end soon? Yeah, there's this season. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, is that around. the Northern League? Yeah, turns one and two. It will be interesting to see. I think a lot of them will get dropped. Mm. Oh. Did you, do you think, uh, oh, is there any, any well, how about you, Luke? Are, are you considering dropping any of yours or... Or would you, if you had others, sort of like Northern League three season ticket on it? Would is that something you'd consider? Or um, no, I mean the Northern League was never anything that I I looked at. But I've got three teams. Like I said, they're all due to run out. I think they've got about six weeks, five weeks left on them. So I'll be renewing all three of those, even though it's looking like Kazan's going to be dropping down the Premiership into the First Division. But I shall stick with them and put another season ticket on those. Try and get them back up, and the other two, hopefully, they'll be promoted. So. And how do you find that, Luke? I mean, like, yeah, man- managing like multiple teams, like obviously three. I mean, I, I think I've managed at best two, and I struggled with that. And that was really the reason why I dropped my second side. It was just, just never had the time to, to really commit to the second team and you know doing deals and stuff like that. I, how have you, how have you found it? Um, it, it's not so bad for me because, like I said, it's uh, I'm not a big transfer person, so I'm not constantly, you know, trying to do deals. Um, but I mean, with the teams themselves, you know, I, I'm not a big tactician like that. You know, I I look at what needs to be done, do it. I, I know some people will sit there and they'll have the A4 pads and they'll write all their information down <laughs> and their spreadsheets and all the rest of it. <laughs> I'm not quite into that league yet. Fucking, fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got an A4 pad. I buy a new book every turn one so i'm buying my new one next week ready for season four go on is that going to be a season ticket daryl yeah to be honest when i get my turns on a tuesday i can look at my turn and i'll probably know what i'm going to be picking for the following week anyway so it's uh... all your teams so you don't write nothing down for all teams no i mean what 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 i tend to do is i tend to print off the um the sheets near the the mds uh, forms and i'll just make my changes on the mds form leave it for a bit and see how it goes you know i might make changes during the week if a transfer comes up but like i say nine times out of ten i know what i'm doing probably that day wow blimey that's that's pretty fair yeah can't can't really hard how about yourself mikey yeah i'm pretty quick have a quick scan through if i've not got stuff on um I've got my own sort of little transfer group that I say, look, I'm going to be putting them up for swap, give them first dibs, if so to speak. They offer what I want, what I need. I usually nine times out of ten, I'll take it, I'll accept it, because by the time you put them on the forum, on the WhatsApp group, I've actually left the WhatsApp group, you just get offered absolute drivel. Um, and then it's them ones that moan to say, I could have offered better when in 
realistically they're trying to offer you pony. So yeah, they know who they are. So yeah. <laughs> Fair play, you can't argue that. Yeah, that's up to you, isn't it? What you do with your team. And uh, you are saying that you have been PM'd by people and stuff, and I can I can write rhyme off the names that you've been PM'd by <laughs> about the multi-team deals and multi-team management, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, as well. So yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be honest with you though. The multi-team management one has probably been coming up. Uh, this isn't this isn't like anything uh, specific at any one manager. This is something that's been brought up time and time again. Uh, I think the most recent one was actually uh, uh, someone in the Southern League. I'll be honest, I completely fucking forgot. But someone took a team in the Southern League, in the Southern Prem, uh, and basically had them for like two or three weeks and then fucking dropped them. And it was, yeah, it was just a bit shit. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like, you know, uh, I felt, I can't remember who it was. There was like a certain manager sort of saying like, yeah, you sort of, you look at who you're playing that week and then the next minute it's changing and it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit shit. It's yeah, it's not good, and especially when they do like two or three deals and they basically obliterate a side. Um, oh, uh, you yeah, on about you on about Napoli? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just it was just one I can't remember to be honest with you. But there was about I think they're the only team that's been possibly. on man. Yeah, I think possibly. I can't. It was rich, and then they went to well, and then I think they Napoli. went to Christian, and now I think. I'm not sure who's got them now. Was Roma? Roma was managed. Was Roma managed as well? I think I can't remember. I think Roma's been managed for a while. Yeah, have they? Yeah, I can't can't barely remember. We get so many, you know, messages from various people. Sort of. We do. Yeah, yeah. Every every week, it's it's like, and it's not always bad stuff. It's like sometimes it's really good stuff. Yeah, you'll get a message like, you know, like like what you were saying earlier about uh, Joe at Catafe. It's like, yeah, you. You need to talk about him, what he's done, or Harry at Art Media. You got to talk about him, what he's done. It's a mate. Look at his team, and yeah, you get these PMs. It's like, yeah, trust me, we 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 do keep an eye out. Yeah, we not not like on deals and shit. I couldn't give a fuck about half of that. I just get on my own game. But you know, obviously, if someone's doing well, you take a look at them, don't you? It's uh, and 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 rightly so. Yeah, and you should you should learn from it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Like I've, I've, I'm not one of these guys who loses to someone like Harry, uh, like I did in the Champions League, and be like, uh, you know, get all shitty over it. My first thing is like, right, what's he done? He's done something really good there. He's beaten me somehow. I need to stop that, but I also need to take lessons from that. What has he done that's worked so well? And can I do that? Yeah, you know I mean, sort of similar, similar to Jerk Gattafi. He's found something that works really well. How, how does it? Like my first thought is, how does it work so well? Why does it work so well? And can I replicate that? You know, in in certain certain you know certain times and places, you know what I mean. It's it's that sort of thing. But yeah, I, think I think you just you, take your hat off to the guys because I mean they've got yeah. they've got. I wouldn't say Gattafi's got an amazing team. I just think his tactics are spot on for the team that he's got. Yes, it is hundred uh, percent. Art Media team. It's pretty hard to believe that he started with Art Media and he's got that team there. I'm not hundred percent sure to be perfectly honest with you, but yeah, you take your hats off to him. He's built a good side. And he's getting yeah. results in the Champions League final. Yeah, you take your hat off to him. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. I, I don't, what, do you, what do you sort of make of it all, though, Daryl? I mean, you know, what's, what's your sort of take on the whole multi-team management thing? Are you, are you cool with it? I mean, not like I said, yeah, you, you, you probably get as many messages as I do about yeah, it. And... N- not, not in a game like this, not in hard format. But I, I don't know, because I've quite... The Northern League wasn't such a bad thing. I don't know. Maybe... 
maybe if there's like how long you have to have them i don't like the two three week thing and then bugger off and you know because i think that just ruins the team and you could never take them over um mm. but yeah i think maybe if there was a you had to manage them x long um i think would be better but i don't like it in hard format it's an easy format thing for me take as many teams as you want easy format games should be the cash cow and hard formats should be you know for the guys with ethics and play it long term sort of stuff <laughs> just an idea for the hard format maybe maybe we could start the bid and you could put the season ticket up in a hard format game and make it one team management but maybe shorten the less in the league so to speak Maybe rather than have what six yeah. leagues or eight leagues or whatever we've got at the moment, you could have maybe four leagues and make it maybe a hundred pound a team or something like that. That would maybe make it only one team management that would also keep Ben happy, lining his bank balance as well. Exactly, because the guys that want to yeah. take on teams obviously doing well, isn't they? Because they can afford to do it. So I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's got to be a balance because you can't, I don't think you can stop it. Because if people want to manage more than one, then who is Ben or anyone else to say no? You know, but yeah. Yeah, there's just got to be about maybe the balance. Yeah, I think there's got to be a fine balance between like uh, obviously putting money in Ben's pocket and keeping him interested in wanting to do the game and obviously not completely wrecking a game. Uh, and I suppose a lot of it's on managers as well just to not do stupid shit, really, you know, because it's they're only going to spoil it at the end. Because this stuff, now we've got podcasts and Discord and WhatsApp groups, this stuff gets seen certain managers will end up getting, you know, getting names and, you know, and people, you know, will, will call them out. And if, you know, if, if they do anything really dodgy, obviously Ben will be on that. But, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think, uh, but what, what do you think, Luke, about like potentially say like something like if you want a second team in any league, it'd be a similar situation to the Northern league thing with like, you know, maybe a deal like, you know, if, okay, you want a second team in any league, then it's yeah x amount of seasons you get a couple of seasons at a discounted rate though that's that's probably the only way you can go to be fair i mean if if you want to make sure that people are going to keep their teams you you've got to either have a a fixed fee or make it they've got to take them on for a minimum period of like two seasons or something like that it's uh, yeah. like i said that's my biggest pet hate really people taking teams on doing five or six deals over three or four weeks and then deciding they can't do anything with them and dropping them like you say, the next person that comes in is uh, starting from scratch again. It's uh, You're right. that's it. Yeah. I've actually been quite tempted to take AEK, how, how bad they are. I've been really tempted, but it's <laughs> the commitment in it. Like I tried nor shopping and I just didn't have time. But I really fancy a second team because there isn't a great deal. So I'm, I'm maybe at the same point. There isn't a great deal left deals-wise and stuff-wise to do with Sturmgratz. It's a young team. You know, it's, you know, I know what I'm, you know, over the next couple of years, who's I want to come through. So I'm not really busy with it in, in the week. And I kind of miss being busy with UE. And AEK have only got two points all season. So Fuck it now. I'm tempted. <laughs> I am tempted just for the, for the lulls. <laughs> it's just for something different, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Be like a Charlton save. Oh, Jesus, you're the fuck yourself. <laughs> listen, listen to the nonsense coming from the Arsenal fan. Oh, my uh, God. Basingstoke, mate. Basingstoke oh, fan. Let's sorry, get that. Basingstoke. Yeah, sorry, Nate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, AEK have got 76 goals conceded as well. So 76 oh, goals wow. conceded. 76, yep. That's disgusting. I think, I think he's starting my youth team, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, look, and Lewis is in there. Oh, I get, yeah, he thinks he dodged me because IX picked up a couple of draws. Oh, I'm going to take AEK. Look, that's it. Oh, look. You oh, you'd oh, be after him now. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he gets a bit of competition, he'll, he'll ditch them and get taken on another team, <laughs> <Louis>. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, here's another one that to, to, to put to you guys, actually, as well. Um, and it'd be interesting to get everyone else's thoughts on this. On you know, Maybe drop it on the WhatsApp or Discord or something like that. But um, there's another one that's been brought up to us, um, which is, uh, the, you know, the stat rises. Um, obviously, we saw in, like, season one, I think Ben sort of listened when uh, we saw, everyone was sort of saying about, you know, it'd be nice to see stats go up that makes sense do you know what i mean like uh for games played i think judgment went up on a few players more more so on guys with lower judgment you know in your first team if they played a certain amount of games and they had a six or seven it seemed to be going up and i think that's good and it should be something that continues that judgment and stamina uh, but something um that else has sort of been sort of mooted as well is like say you've got a certain player who's played 25 games in your in your team as a playmaker, rather than those random stupid rises where they can end up becoming a centre midfielder or a left winger or a free roll, they actually go up in the stats of the position, the PV that they're playing predominantly. What would your, um, what would your opinions be on something like that? Like stats to match how they play or where they play? I think it's a good idea. I, I, I think really... I feel for the youth and the reserve teams as well. A lot of people play their youth and reserves and you don't really reap the benefits from those. I'd like to see them going up more rather than first team players, to be fair. It might encourage people to uh, get their own players in and, and, you know, proper manage your team and build your players up. I think think that is one of the the better ones I've heard. I, I genuinely massively agree with that. I, I, I've this is the first season I've really been invested in my reserves and use. Um, and but because it's done, they've done fuck all really going up wise. I've just basically sold everyone and just been using the money to generate UE points. I just don't see I don't see the value in in doing anything with them. I back that statement as well. I'd, I yeah. I was one for not. I was just selling off the youths and selling off the reserves. But this game, I've actually started to build the reserve sides up. Um, not so much the youth still, that's still a work in progress, shall we say. Um, but yeah, I've been sort of buying the cheaper scouts and then building mm. them up, or trying to build them up and see how they play. If they play rubbish, then just try and move them on and then just try and regenerate them, so to speak. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think you will look their way. It would be much better if the youths and the, the reserves got more rises than the first team, um, to be honest. Yeah, would it, I, I would it stop bad. you taking on so many teams if there was more reward for re, re, uh, reserves than you? Do you think? I mean, obviously you'd still take some, but do you think maybe you wouldn't take as many or you'd only take another one if there was more to do with the reserves than youth? I would take on teams that were allowed to take on. If we're allowed to take on two, I would probably take on two. If we're allowed to take on three is probably my limit, I would think. Um, I, I don't think I would take on any more than three. I think three, three is probably about. <laughs> I, I think it was. Um, I don't know if it was in one nineteen. I think Grant had quite a few teams when he was managing <laughs> yeah, there. I remember um, that one. How how he managed to run those teams, I do not know. So it's. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, I, th- I think I'd be rapidly hitting that uh, tick the box sort of thing. <laughs> tick the box to repeat last week's. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! No, Sorry, I mean. 
Well, I was going to say, with, with the first team rises, I mean, you get to a point where they, they become irrelevant anyway. I mean, when you've got a player who's maybe 106 overall and then, you know, going up to 110, 111 just starts to get really stupid. And I think, mean, like you say, if, if you're playing people in the reserves and the youth, you know, you should be rewarded if, if you've got a striker that's played, you know, 20 odd games and scored 18 or 19 goals, then he should get good rises at the end of the season to benefit that. I think it be it would encourage people to take action and and do their reserves and their youth. Get more involved in the game. Reward for doing your your youths and reserves, as in like maybe five UE points for winning the youth league and three for the reserves, or vice versa, or mm-hmm. five and five or whatever, or more money or more karma points or and something. Also, just and also, imagine like you get an eighteen-year-old off your try list in season one, and then come season seven when they're only twenty-five, which is about the time they're going to be at their some of their best, you know, like you've built that player through youth reserve loans, you know, you feel like you've done it properly. And then you've got an absolute mm. beast of a 25 year old. Just you become attached yeah. to them. Yeah, you? exactly. And then it would make it, I don't know. I just think that you want to be able to do more. I've always tried. I've got players with, in my head in five years time are going to be in my first team. I've, I've got this plan. I mean, I'll probably sell them for cash to the rest of the world because I want points, but you know, like you want to have, that planning you know mm, yeah yeah i could go along with that yeah i think that's i think that's a good shout there yeah thanks i would like to see i'd like to see more emphasis put on the use and reserves to be, if i'm perfectly honest i'm not one for doing the use and i wasn't one for doing the reserves but no, i think I, more, I think more that, um, impetus to get them done yeah yeah uh, and i think something you you said luke about like the youths and that um like I, I had one trialist um, who was sort of recommended by um, the, the scouts who have been atrocious all season, by the way. Like I've barely ever had any message from them. And when I do get them, they're absolute dog water. But um, one thing I, I, I quite like is the one guy that they, that they did do, it was in season one, this guy called Campos. And he's now my backup left wing back. And I think he's like, he's just turned 100 away, 37 PV, 10 speed. You know, and he's he's perfect. He's exactly what I need as a backup. Because all, all my defense is ten speed, so having like a backup ten speed winger is is massive. Uh, and I think it would it would give more emphasis to us if you if that was a bit more occasional. If like maybe sort of once every six weeks or something like that, you get like one of these good decent trialists who could potentially be something good and. I don't know, maybe you could have something like similar to mentoring, like if you loan them out, they could improve quicker. I don't know, something like that, do you know what I mean? Um, if they're actually getting game time rather than sitting in reserves or something like that, I mean, it, it could, it, there's so much scope for improving youth yeah. and reserve players. And then they just become sentiment anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the one that I used to always hate in the old games was like, um, it's not just I, I always the old remember. Games. Yeah, well, it's still going. I, I, you know, I don't notice it as much this one, but the number of times I had someone who was like a going into EOS, he was like a thirty-seven PV uh, playmaker, let's say, with nine, nine you know, nine for uh, vision, and then he ends up being like a thirty-eight free roll after EOS, and you're just like, fuck, that's that's completely because I, I prefer to play someone, you know, in that certain position who's dominant in that position, not like their second best. EV. That's just just me. That's my little OCD thing. 
I'd be more inclined to sell, you know, swap that player on for someone who's more of a natural playmaker. Well, that, my example, he's 28, but my playmaker, backup playmaker, played 17 games for me this year at playmaker. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Got up in tackling, he's now a 37 centimetre. <laughs> Went up in tackling and heading. So, it, like, but that annoys me. Like, he's only played playmaker all season. And now if I evaluate him or for anything else, he's a centre mid. So, like, my whole backup playmaker's gone, you know? Because, like, he's, he's now a centre mid. And it just it annoys me. Like, why? 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 Just Why, indeed. Very yeah. much so. Fuck it. But anyway. I'll send him. <laughs> he's, he's up for sale. That's what he gets for coming to me and saying, boss, I want to be a centre mid. Well, you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> <Answer> <laughs> <us>. <laughs> I can see you doing that football manager actually. I do, I do, I don't I don't care. You want to cry, care you know? I used to do that on Football Manager when people wanted uh, contract updates, uh, up, you know, um, in- increases like that, you're out. See yeah, you no, later. I had it. Hudson Adoy, who only wants to play attacking left mid. I'm playing him at left mid in a flat four, in a 4 4 2. But he's whining about playing on left mid because it's just not a bit further up. So I sold him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh, fair play. Fair play. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we're getting close to sort of wrap it up on, the, on this podcast, but um, I think what we'll do is we'll go to Daryl for the transfer roundup. If you got that from Mr. Hammond, transfer roundup, and and then we'll we'll do some questions for the lads uh, from from the Discord and, and oh, that, and then we'll wrap up with our our little bit of information at the end. Bit of gossip, right? This week's top cash yeah. buys. Leon <laughs> spent the most on one player this week by capturing Pizan's ten vision Scottish midfielder P Man. For a massive 78 million. 25 year old is 100 away, 1 away rise on arrival. 38 right forward, left forward, 37 playmaker with flair. His 75% AR was the main reason they cashed in. And while he only has five aggression, his 10 vision and nine speed means he looks very nice indeed. And he's a playmaker. Like aggression on your playmaker, you don't really, he's there to be creative in it and a bit fancy. I don't, you know. So five aggression means nothing to me. Um, over max was paid, although it ended up as only a few thousand under max because of the OA rise. Rumor is he has been offered out in several swap deals this week. Well, tell him to talk to Sturm Gratz if he hasn't. Um, massive deal because I need a playmaker now. Uh, massive deal completed between Inform Wigan and promotion chasing Dundee United. Dundee United signed most of Wigan's defense with <laughs> Dench, 23-year-old, 104-38 right back. 37 centre-back with determination and pop. Uh, store floor, 2,503, 38. Uh, centre-back, 37. And command with determination and pop. Weber, 22, 102, 37. Wing-back and full-back with determination and pop. Joining Dundee United. Says, 30, 105, 38. Free roll and playmaker with experience and longevity. Also arrived at Tannadice in exchange for the master that is Henrique. 2408 39 free roll and playmaker with reliability, composure, and pot. And Valera, 2502 38 target man with determination, pro and pot. Word on the street is Wigan are going all out attack. I like that deal. That's a really good deal, isn't it? It is, Henrique, yeah. That's him, a very good Henrique, deal. Henrique like is a beast of a player. Uh, right, interesting signing. Six players were released from clubs this week, with the best being an 86, 24 year old, and the worst being a 49 OA goalkeeper. Damn. 12 free transfers were signed oh. with three heading yet again to Benfica. Ural Yekaterinburg. Nice try, Dave. Raided it, it select for four players. 
uh, spending a quarter of a mil on the players rated between 90 and 94. How rude. Like, I signed... Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I signed three players from the same club this week. It doesn't even get mentioned. But the Hammond Transfer Special. Hooray, boys. It's all over. Life is complete. A Cicarella. 27436 Anchorman Centre Mid and Free Roll with Composure and Pro finally joined Sturm Gratz. Woo woo! Cost me <laughs> Kiang Benny, who's 251137 Anchorman with Teamwork. As Alaves finally let Daryl have his man, I'm certainly interested to see what Sicarella does at the end of the season, as Dave had considered putting pot to him when he had him last season. What are Daryl's plans to make Sicarella the new Anoa? That's basically it. Sicarella is now my new god. But no, it's the fact that even on the bench, so I've got both, I play Anchorman, centre mid playmaker and free roll and wingers, yeah? You so can cover C- all of it, can't you? Sicarella on the bench and I've got a both-footed winger that I brought in. So my subs are set, you know? I can cover all bases. I've got a both-footed defender now that can play fullback and centre-back, which is what I play. Boom, I'm set for life. I can be creative on my bench. Um... Anyway, so deals over the last few weeks. This is from Dave, by the way. This is Dave's comments. Because Dave is obviously, because he does the transfer wound up, Dave has also been messaged quite a lot. Um, over the last few weeks, many managers have seen deals happening that they have questioned, and some have been more vocal than others privately and at times publicly. These are deals that have happened between managers over the course of the game. Fact of the matter is that some managers have more success in dealing with managers they get on with due to various reasons. It could be that they don't want the earth, they play the same, for, the same formation, or they speak more than others do. It's the older dads that we feel better deal could have been obtained. And yes, generally that is true. But if it's not offered, then the offer acceptance is the only offer that counts. The UE computer blocks uh, many deals each and every week. We don't always see or hear about these. And when a manager asks a question, then it is looked into. None of the deals brought up have ever been questioned by the UE supercomputer or by Ben himself. If managers or the managed- dice. Or the dice. Exactly. This is the point. Like, if you remember, that computer, tell me and you know firsthand, that UE computer on transfers is harsh. <laughs> it's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Solemn now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it says, if managers are managing numerous teams, which allows them to help out friends, then that's where it becomes wrong. We all like to win, but I love the fact that most of us get our thrills out of the game, win, lose, or draw. If you're in a title race, promotion race, or relegation battle, it's all fun and worth the thrill to play the game. This is the most competitive game in UE history, and let's keep it real. No name calling, underhand tactics, or dodgiest needed. Well said, Dave. Yeah. I well think that's done, about dude. it. I think that's yeah. right. Is if people are having little banter, like things between friends just to help out a mate, then yes, that's wrong. But the rest of it, as you, as we've said, it's, it's just sometimes easier to go direct. As I, as I do it with Danny. And Danny will tell you, I yeah. message him maybe every two weeks and go, right, I need a left back, left mid, centre forward. He's like, even now got to the point, I've done it so much. He's like, well, I haven't got one, but I found this guy in scouts I know you like. And I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a conversation that you have because you've known them so long, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah. I, And I think I think it, it just it just happens as well. I think sometimes people can get the wrong end of the stick or jump the gun or or, or something. Sometimes something goes down that shouldn't happen uh, and people should, you know, we're all adults, we should know better. I think, you know, I, think um, I think mainly it's people look at what's on paper and they see, say, hmm. Mickey has dealt with Ian 500 times, but why not? Ian's very easy to deal with. I've dealt with. Oh, Ian it was, it was like it was. It was like the gifts, what, you know. It was the Mickey one uh, uh, season. Uh, Andy Proctor won it or in season two. 
Mm. Now, if if Ben sort of says he sees nothing wrong with that, you know, is is it is it sensible? Is it a good good look on him? Uh, you know, if I suppose if you don't give a fuck how people see you in the game, yeah, it's a it's a fine it's a fine thing to do. If you do care what people think of you, then don't be so stupid because people will chew your ass out for it. You know, really? um, don't get it wrong. Like there's a lot of people out there that are out for themselves though, bro. Like so even now, some of the deals that I've almost looked at and agreed to, I'm looking and I'm like, I'm having my pants pulled down here. Like, hold on a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like you can get wrapped up sometimes. People are very clever with their words. <laughs> no, you know, it's a beer. It's always a beer. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, good old Amiri. Oh, yeah. If Amiri's not, not offering shit deals, he's getting spanked by me in the Champions League. It's weird, isn't it? uh, Wait, can, sorry, can sorry, we, can I'm dreading drawing him. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Before you get to the questions, I need one moment. All right. Yeah, yeah, go for it. For a lot of the weeks, I do, I do say how shit Southampton and the likes have been. I think it's on record that they are shit. But I'd like to point out this week. Someone was actually more shit than both of them put together. Oh, fucking hell. Did you not see Celtic one, Brighton one? Now, if that isn't... <laughs> if that isn't... Oh, you can't go in on Nathan. If on, that isn't the no. most Tottenham result ever, <laughs> Nathan's literally turned Brighton into Tottenham. He has made Tottenham down at the South Coast. But yeah, I saw the result and I was like, he's not getting away with that. Like, Lewis, imagine if this was Ajax or Southampton. It would have been all Yeah, you'd go in. So, Nath, it has to be said, what the fuck, bro? What the actual fuck? But there you go. He was not a happy bunny. He was (laughs) not a happy bunny. Just touching on Ajax, Ajax were probably one of the better teams in the game and they're in a relegation battle this time. It's season two's Champions League finalist. Yeah, I, 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 I got into his head. That's what it is. I, I, I think I was gonna say you put the pressure on, don't you? You do, <laughs> you, do you do a Tottenham put the pressure on. Always the bridesmaid. Uh, but I was, I was gonna, I was gonna sort of say something as well. Is you know, sort of similar to what we was we was talking about there, Daryl. Um, like what happened with uh, was it Maxi this week? And it was like he apparently. I again, I'm not on the main chat, but he got a lot of shit for apparently saying he was gonna rest players. Um in the league um and whilst i think for the record yeah he didn't you know you can look at his team who he played um the majority of it was who you'd expect him to play i think there was like i think he had like one player out another on loan in a, in one position and and i think he had two players injured in this one particular position maybe anchor man or something like that, and the other one was out on loan so he didn't have much choice in, in what he played there and you know he still put in a you know decent effort um I, I think, though, it, you know, again, playing devil's advocate, I think if you know what's sort of been said when it comes to talking about what you're going to, you know, potentially, you know, putting a shit in a, on someone's season, like, you know, what happened with me? Um, yeah, it's probably a stupid thing to say in public. It's, it's probably a really the Mario Balotelli you. So, actually, we've, we've got the... We've <laughs> he got brings the man, it on his cell. We've got the man in the league, Luke. Like, you obviously may have heard about yeah it, yeah what was your did, what was your do you take feel on it? That, sorry i forgot about it. luke was in in that did, league did sorry. you did you feel that he'd you know he's put a dampener on the the running or do you think it was just the best he could do um to be honest i think yes he did take a lot of grief during the um the chat and that whatsapp i think it maybe influenced his his team because i do agree the team that he put out probably was as good as he could have put out with the players that he had. 
It wasn't, I did expect mm. him to play youth players and stuff like that, but he didn't. So I'll give him I'll give him his dues there. He's obviously changed his mind in that respect. I think some of his um, tactics were they were a bit dubious. I think I've spoken to a couple of people, and going in against Wildstone without an anchor man was suicidal. Really, it was a bit of a schoolboy error, and I think it was um, I think it was Wildstone's free roll that got both the both the goals for them as well. Yeah, I think there were options there where he, he could have played an anchor man and brought in somebody else as a central midfielder. Okay. Because I mean, with his defense, his defense was completely changed. I mean, I think he changed his left back to right back and brought in somebody new at left back. And I, I can see why he did that because I think his right back was on loan, so he's obviously looking forward to next season. But <clears throat> I was a bit confused with the sweeper that he decided to bring in because I think he actually sold him this turn as well. So he obviously thought he was shit as well before he put him in the team. <laughs> it's. Uh, it's, it's a bit weird to bring a kid out of the reserves and play him in a match and sell him the same week. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think he, you know, we're on the back of four wins. Myself, Fifey and Gibber probably all thought maybe he might get a draw there at Wildstone because I know they had a good result at um, Brentford last week. But, you know, they have been on a pretty bad run over the last few weeks. Mm. And, you know, I don't know, only Maxi knows if he deliberately sort of played the way he did. I don't know. It's. I mean, I've, I've always been the opinion that if it gets to the end of the season, if you've got nothing to play for, then in fine, experiment, play your youth players, whatever you want. But if you're playing another team that's you know directly involved in promotional relegation battles, you need to show a little bit of respect to them and go full strength. That's That's my opinion anyway, but... Yeah, it's like fair this point. week. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be playing. Like, I'm promoted, and and I know it's a big game, and I've, I'm denied with it for days now. But I don't think I'm going to play. I'm going to try some stuff out against Steve this week. You know, I'm already promoted. I, you only get what two friendlies that you can think about. Like, I just, yeah, I just, um, I can't see me going full straight. That isn't me like telling Steve to like lure him into a full no, sense no. of security. I like, probably am going to make quite a lot of changes and try out a tactic that I've been, I'm in an hour about, you know, I think, I think sometimes to be fair though, you, you're not always aware of what's going on. I think, um, I played, I think I played Napoli or Atalanta at the time, uh, a couple of weeks back. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, and I think I, I had like about three players, four players, maybe all on bookings. Um, uh, you know, just one away from suspension and I was in the champions league. So I really thought about, resting everyone like completely resting all my team in the league and just giving up on it um and then it was just uh, yeah in a bit of a boundary way ross just went no you know you can't do that oh, you know it's gonna fuck, fuck up my relegation battle and i was like do you know what you know fair play even if it were you know he he put it across in a sort of like in a bit of a jokey way between us lot you know because we, we do all chat and we all get on that but i you know i respected that straight away i was just like no do you know what i wouldn't want it done to me you know i would i would want if i was in a relegation battle or or something like that. I, I would expect, um, yeah, someone, you know, you know, people to put in the, you know, do their due diligence. I know you can't control what uh, another manager plays, but you can at least control what you're playing. So yeah, I think that that's be sort of all I would have to say. And it was, did, did you want to say anything else on that, Luke? Sorry, I might, I think I might have just cut in there. No, no, it's not a problem. Uh, no, I mean, like you say, I, 
like uh, Maxi played the team that he, he wanted to play. I mean, at the end of the day, that's over and done with now. So it's I think there's three of us now that are, are fighting for those last two promotion places to the Premier League. So we'll see how those matches go next week. But it's you know, I, I can understand people do you know feel a bit aggrieved. But I mean, having said that, I mean I, I beat Southampton this week. Had I not beat. It's not anything to gloat about. That's quite easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm Leave him it. alone. Sorry. Sorry. Leave him alone. It just feels like you're picking on a kid now. Fuck no, sake. no. Come on. It's, it's Nathan Celtic. Nathan Celtic. Just keep thinking. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. But I mean, ha- having said that, if I'd have not beaten Southampton, then that would have been my season over with. And obviously I've got Crystal Palace on the last day. They've got nothing to play for either. So... I'd have probably done exactly, you know, what I said. I'd have probably played a U for a different formation for next season because, you to know, be never. Fair, I would be nervous if I was Wellstone away at Hibs. I mean, Callum's not going to go easy on him. Like we already know no. that is Callum's a no. fucking dickhead. Um, but yeah, oh, like... he 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 asked me to remind you that he won both <laughs> leagues this week. <laughs> he, he just said, could, could, he said, yeah, yeah, he, and he asked, did you get your mug? Yeah, I did. And I've got his TikTok. You wait till you see it. I've made, I've made a TikTok using this Crystal Palace mug. You wait till you see it. It's glorious. <laughs> He's took a piss in it. It's going to get struck off. No, there's cat uh, shit in it. Let the cat shit in it. <laughs> Go one right it's out not, it. not even worth my Oh, no. Do you think okay. you're going up, though, Luke? Do you think you've got this? Do you think, like, with Worldstone away at Hibs and the fact that you've got Palace and, you know, Pipey's got uh, Burnley... You know, Brentford obviously are going to win. Um, do you think? Do you think you can go up though? Uh, well, I mean, Palace are my bogey team. To be fair, I think they beat me three times this season, so I'm not too chuffed oh, about gosh. going there on the final day. Um, like you say, I think my I'm, I'm banking on Hibernian getting something at Wildstone. I think I've got to win, and they've both got to lose. I might be able to squeeze past Wildstone if they draw, but it's all down to go difference. Then I'm not quite sure how the the UE well, computer if, works if it out. You win, <laughs> you take, you get, you get 51 points. So, you know, Dundee, That's it. expect them That's to it. beat Burnley. I'd be nervous if I was Wildstone. I bet he's sweating this week. I'm not going to lie. Because fixture, fixtures wise, you would say Dundee and Norwich are probably the fa- If you was just to look at the fixtures, you would probably pick Norwich and Dundee to go up and Hibs to beat Wildstone. You would probably think- say. I think I've only lost once in about the last 12 games. I've had a pretty good run in, to say the least. So nice. I'm hopeful they can carry that on for one more game and get another win at Palace. So it sort of depends on what that, the other team do. That's the least you can do, isn't it? You can at least, you know, put put it, keep it in your hands. You know what I mean? At least that's it. do your best. Yeah, you, you, you've done everything you possibly could. You know, ir- yeah. regardless of other things going around you, you've done the very best you could. I've got two teams, though, that are like one point away from promotion and I've got one team that's oh. one point away from relegation. So <laughs> if I miss out on two promotions, I should be gutted. Yeah. If you could pick out yeah. one team to get promoted or that one team not to get relegated, what would you pick if you had to pick one of those scenarios to not happen? What would you pick? I want Norwich to go up. I want to play in the Prem. That's, uh, that's the one for me. Would that be likewise for you, for you um, Mikey? With Bayern, um, or, or would you would you prefer another scenario? For well, I've just taken on Shrewsbury about two or three turns ago, so I'd like to keep them up. That would be an achievement to keep them up, but I'm not sure how it's going to be manageable. But and Bayern are against Dale's Leipzig, and to be honest, I think Dale's Leipzig probably deserves it. He's just had a bit of a, a rubbish last few turns, and 
Dale's a good lad, so yeah, whoever wins, it's it's going to going to going to go to a good side. So yeah, just I'll take whatever comes. Yeah, yeah. I've actually been quite annoyed with Milan this year. Um, I've got a cracking squad at Milan, and I just can't get them firing at all. Um, just draw, 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 lose, lose, draw, draw. Just can't seem to get a win at all. That's a that's a point. I mean, how how do you? I mean, as someone who's in uh, quite a few of the leagues, how do you view the Southern Prem? I mean, there, there's like obviously, you know, there's there's talks that yeah, always, people always sort of say yeah, what's the strongest league and 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 stuff like that. Um, what's your thoughts on the Southern Prem? Southern Prem is, I wouldn't say it's any harder than Bayern and Leipzig and Leverkusen and Lille and Rennes and mm-hmm. um, League. Um, I think there's a few pudding teams in the English Premier League that probably don't deserve to be in there. Um, and then you've got the gobshite Amir. Um, the gobshite. Who just, who just, I, 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 thought, I thought he was in that last row bracket, sorry. Yeah. The no, he just, he just likes out. to think he's the king of you, but he's an absolute arsehole. Sorry, I'm here, but you are. Um, but I just think that the teams in the Milan's league, they're, they're tough every week. There's no freebie like you're getting against multi-team Celtic or against Rangers or whoever else is in the, the English Premier League. I think you're, you've got to be on it every, every game, every week. And you've got to... Mm. To get to get going, um, if you've got any weakness at all, you get found out. Whether it be your goalkeeper, your centre back, right back, whatever, right wing back, or you, you get all three of your defenders out. Yeah, you just get found yeah. out in that league. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Barcelona, look at Barcelona's team, and they're sort of languishing mid mid table. I think they're just above Milan actually. Cracking um, side again as well. Look at Real Madrid Absolutely. as well. Um, yeah, Ben's got a good side. Just their mid mid table mediocrity, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I mean, Dan at Bologna was flying, wasn't he, early season? Yeah. And then, yeah, just, just shows how hard the league is. And then you've got Joey, who, let's be honest, Getafe's not the best team in the league, but he's got tactical nous and he's got the, the tactics working for them. They're working well. Hats off to the lad. Martin, he's never far away. Um, just again, probably tactically, maybe better than a few of the, the bigger sides that are managed, like Barcelona, maybe Milan. I could say, just can't seem to get the tactics working at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's tough. Yourself, you obviously came up as well, and I think you came up anyway. And then your season of, one, yeah, I, I won there, sort of top four, one. top five. So yeah, every game's tough. Every game's tough. Yeah. Yeah, well said, well said. Okay, well, I think we're going to move on to some questions and then just finish up, um, if that's all right, Daryl, with our little bit yeah. we want to do at the end. Yeah. Be great, okay, because so, it's getting to yeah, that time we'll do. I'm about yeah, to cut, yeah, all good. All good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mikey uh, asked, um, Mikey, Andy Davidson asked you, how do you feel about uh, Trent being the fourth best right back in England? <laughs> um, would be scratching if he was even in the top my top four to be perfectly honest with you um, I'd be lucky to make top five wow okay okay uh, on, Carlos, oh, sorry on the uh, basis says sorry, that a right back needs to defend and he can't defend yes very true 
uh luke uh carlos asks you uh, exit manager he asks you uh do you have any duck relations being a fellow devon man <laughs> uh i've not got any duck relations that i know of no <laughs> just just web feet and yeah just, just web feet yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> fellow with uh what's the other one sorry just quickly uh matt uh, maxi asks um question for mikey does he plan to go on um sorry does he plan on going for the most managed teams in game one two one award and for luke if he had to choose one of the following which would he choose promotion for norwich the prem or to relegate him in the last game of the season uh, I'll go with you, Mikey, first. The Mario Balotelli of you, ye. Why always me? <laughs> well, that answers that question, Maxi, for you, because you're an absolute twat. Ah. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. And uh, for you, Luke? Um, yeah, I mean, I've already answered that. I want to get Norwich up. I mean, to be fair, Maxi don't need my help to get relegated anyway, does he? So it's, uh, <laughs> he, can do, he, he can do that on his own. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gary's asked a couple. I, I think we're finished on. Yes, yeah, I think this is pretty much it, isn't it? Uh, Gary's asked a couple of questions for all of us. Um, what incident? Oh fuck me! This is going to be for Daryl. What incident or conversation from your lo- from your youth still makes you laugh to this day? <laughs> oh dear, we're asking the wrong person here. I think nothing, with Daryl, nothing. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't funny at all. It was all very sad. Was it? Oh, nothing. So, oh, okay. No, so Something very. Um, the one that still Spell makes me beans. chuckle. So, my 16th birthday party, we drank oh, a lot of Miller. Do you remember when you used to get Miller in a can? So, we yeah, drank, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I must have done 16 to 18 of them on my 16th. I'm fucking wasted and decide that it's the best time to go for a run. So, I start running up the street because I'm just hammered and being silly. And I twat, I trip up the curb and Boom, hit the deck. Blood just squirts. All I see is squirting from the bottom of my chin. But I'm so drunk, feel nothing. My mate comes running up, scoops me up, puts him over his shoulder. And a lady just appears from nowhere. And she was like, what happened? Did you hit him? And so me in my drunk state was trying to like figure out what she was saying. I was like, he hit me. And she thought it me saying, he hit me, saved me. And she's trying to pull me off. There's blood squirting out my chin where you can see my butt. My <laughs> mate's trying to pull me off her. Then this other lady comes and I've got both legs being pulled. I'm still, I still laugh to this day because I'm just <laughs> on my mate's shoulder going, he hit me. What, like as if to say, what are you talking about? But she thinks it's me saying, help me. He hit me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I still chuckle on that one. I still chuckle on that one. That's a good one. That's a good Daryl one. I like that. Uh, Mikey, you got one? Oh, my youth. I can't even remember my youth. It's not been that long ago. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was just worried. I was, I'm trying to sort of like go through my head. It's been so long. Uh, I probably can't uh, even remember the anything. Um, some, probably similar to, similar to Daryl getting drunk at a, a school disco type thing and then falling asleep in a dustbin. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was about 15 or something. 14, I pulling, 15. Pulling this bird at like an under 14s disco, under 15s disco. Me and my mate pulled these birds, and then their boyfriends got really upset. So the people of the disco pushed us in this little cupboard, and we spent most of the disco hiding in this cupboard while these massive kids were looking for us to beat the shit out of us. I remember that. <laughs> that was they, the problem was, they locked us in there with the girls. So obviously, you know what was going on in there. Me and my mate were going to town. Like for the whole disco, while these kids were just running around the disco looking for us, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh fuck me! Yeah, I did. I know. I know. Yeah, 
you're an ankle tag away. Really are. Uh, yeah, I really am. Uh, I really am. How about you, Luke? Uh, again, can't think of anything offhand to be honest, but it's bound to be drink related as most of us are. So it's. Uh, I can remember waking up in a bathtub once when I broke my jaw. That's probably about the the one thing that wasn't particularly oh, funny. But oh yeah, uh, yeah. Found out when I went to the dentist the following day to get a tooth removed. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I think uh, for me, I, I I think when I was seventeen, I got absolutely sloshed on on holiday with uh, a load of lads. I just just went on holiday with, uh, and I think we was drinking absinthe or something like that. Uh, and I don't remember anything after leaving the plate. All I remember is waking up in uh, this other this this couple's bathtub. It was in I was in the wrong apartment. I woke up in the bathtub covered in my own vomit. Um, so yeah, that went down really well. Um, but yeah, it's this one day. It's not so much funny for me. It's more funny for my mates because I still get reminded of it all the time. So do you remember when you did that? Oh, fuck, cheers. Um, yeah, Gary's also asked, uh, do, do you, every, every town has a weirdo. What's the strangest thing the weirdo did that got the town talking? I, I, I know mine, actually. As soon as I read this a little, little while ago, I knew it straight away. It was a guy called Graham in, in my town. He's like the local drunk. He goes around uh, rapping. Yeah, he just, he just raps all the time. He's got no teeth. He looks like a fucking hobo. Um, <laughs> but as well as that, sometimes he just walks around and he re- repeats football commentary. From, he's a massive Man United fan, and he'll just like word for word he repeats like the commentary from like Solskjaer's goal when it whilst he's walking up the street towards the shop yeah proper fucking looney tune real weird we had a wizard he was called the wizard then he had a cat on his shoulder and he was dressed like in this purple <laughs> wizard's costume and he walked around with his cat sleeping over his shoulder it was it was the weirdest fucking thing just homeless guy is this another, like a, all purple is this another one of your wizard. acid things no no he was real the wizard was uh, real anyone from really? down Sutton way when he died it was all in the local paper there was you know the council paid for a funeral because he was famous. Like he was a famous lunatic, you know, in Sutton. But yeah, he had this cat <laughs> on his shoulder, dressed as a wizard, just wandering about aimlessly. I always remember him. But yeah, when he died, it was uh, that's what got the town talking most because everyone was like, "Shit, actually, we really miss him." And the council paid for his funeral. Fucking hell! Yeah. Okay, guys, Luke. Yeah, um, I'm from Devon, mate. We're all weird down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carl's can vouch for that <laughs> yeah I, I hope the podcast is coming with subtitles as well because I think Carlos is probably the only one that's going to be able to understand me <laughs> try and be in Scottish <laughs> at least I can understand you all I can't hear nothing from Callum just old shit that comes out of Callum's mouth <laughs> must be must be a hips thing in it's hepernia thing no, no one definitely actually, a hips thing yeah no one actually knows nobody actually knows where hips is either no one gives a fuck do they it's no. normally found in dog fouling parks <laughs> how about yourself Mikey um, when it was last orders at a karaoke night on the pub or something, there was always a girl that used to sing "Lady in Red," and you've never seen a place empty so fast in all your life. Because <laughs> okay, and then the very last one: Have every of you? Oh, fuck! Another one for Dara. I feel. What's have that? any of you ever made the national news or newspaper for the wrong reason, if not the wrong reason, for a good reason? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> You yes. see why I think this is you. Yeah, here yes. we go. Here we uh, go. So, uh, 
Okay, fine. Well, you know, it's whatever. So my house got raided and there was just a fucking load of homeless men just off their nut, passed out pretty much because the door was open. It's just junkie central, like where I was. It was, it was drugs and shit. Um, and because there wasn't actually like any like sellable drugs, it was all like personal use, homeless men. They shut my house down with, uh, I think it was the first of its kind, especially for the area, with an ASBO for 30 days. So you could not enter without a tenancy agreement. I had like the, you know, the cop idol, the plastic police, whatever they're called. You know, the... Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Tra- like uh, the traffic wombles. Yeah, of, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Cop idol is what I one. used to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. They, they used to sit outside and check the people that would come. You know, if there was a planned appointment or a tenancy agreement or anything, and that got put in the paper. Fucking hell! And I'm actually in the paper, off my nut, holding this asbo, big smile on my face, like I just won a fucking award. <laughs> and I'm in the local paper, like massive, like yeah. And it, the headline, because I didn't know what was going on, I'm off my nut. The headline actually read Worthing's biggest menace, and there's me smiling with an asbo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking you're a yeah. fucking legend mate oh. you're an absolute the, the, legend the judge, the judge at the time even said that and i think that's why the headline come because he was said i was like the biggest mer- uh, like biggest menace of worthing streets and i'm sitting in the court smiling my ass up because i know i'm not going to jail or nothing you've got nothing on me but yeah then the paper's taking picture i'm holding this asthma up like i just won first place in fucking the 50 meters fucking terrible <laughs> uh, how about yourself guys lee <laughs> Uh, nothing not. to me. I, I don't don't think I've been in the paper. Not that I know of, anyway. So no, I'm afraid I've not been. Uh, no asbos against my name. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, same pretty much. I'll, the the good things I do I like to keep them private, um, discreetly, <laughs> um, fly under the radar, so to speak. Yeah, um, no, and to be really. honest, I've, apart from my youthful times i can't em- envisage me being in any newspapers for any wrong things yeah i feel uh, like I've yeah, been set- so- i feel like i've been set up a bit now i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they do it now i, do, I genuinely I feel like there's I questions now plotted, you know yeah. all plotted yeah i feel like there's questions these days that come in just purely for to get you to come up with one of your fucking brilliant stories uh for me no nothing bad i think uh i need to i, I think i've been on sky sky sports news um I, I went to an arsenal champions league game and it was like right at the sort of like 80 odd minutes and um, podolsky scored and he literally ran over and he ran straight in front of us and like all my mates i, I didn't even know it was even on tv but yeah all my mates took photos of like on sky sports of like me my dad my best mate um like a load of us big group of us about like nine of us all in the front row we had t- all had tickets there for front row so yeah i had sort of like i was in and that was it. that same picture from that's that everyone took was also in i think the sun the next day um so yeah it was kind of funny seeing yourself in the newspaper not for any reason you know it's just purely just happenstance really so nothing major but yeah um i think so we're just going to finish up quickly daryl um so we're gonna have a, a christmas special uh we're getting ben on hopefully um i think yes. i think he, he's pretty much set set in stone that like, uh, <laughs> second week of december hopefully we're going to get him on uh we'll firm up the date and the time exactly when that's going to happen hopefully probably if it's like last time which is the plan it's going to be like on a saturday and we'll drop the pod on a sunday we'll do a, a pri- private one with him first might get a guest in with us you know just you know treat someone who's uh, uh but then the the uh the one after will be a live recording which people can join in but that'll be for members for the podcast 
Um, before, it, before everyone starts crying, Darren, yeah. yeah, before everyone starts crying about me being members only, we want to say thanks. Like, because we know that this pod with Faddy leaving and me, me and Terry, I'm in an in for a couple of weeks about what we were going to do. People have stayed really loyal to the subscription. Like the thought that anyone yeah. puts any money towards us doing this, you know, I renewed the podcast player that we use, the new podcast player, thanks to you guys subscribing. Like it costs £75 for the year and I've managed to save that up because of you guys subscribing. So it's stuff like that. And it blows my mind that that's not come out of my pocket. Do you know what I mean? So we're, we're getting him on. We will release it, I think, later on for everyone. But the initial night and the beginning part for a few weeks will be for subs only. I, I think that the thing is that it's actually better better than last time because I think last time out when we did this, Daryl, what we did was uh, it was a recording which anyone could have jumped in on, but it was uh, recorded and only given to members. Yeah. This time it's members can join in, but everyone's going to get a chance to listen to this. Yes. So, so it, it, every, if, no one's missing out. And we're going to count it as if you are subbed when uh, it yes. goes through PayPal at the end of this month. So you still do have 12 days. So if you are subbed by, say, the 30th of November, November I think it is, well, that is the list that we're going to invite to come on to the live one. But the main one will still go out on the Saturday and then the live one will be out a couple of weeks after anyway. But to actually join yeah. in on the live one as it happens is going to be members only that are members on the 30th of November. That right? Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on, mate. I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think, yeah, hopefully everyone will see that that's fair, especially for like the members, because obviously we have... Uh, kind of pretty much stopped doing the extras because yeah, obviously mm -hmm. the, the listens dropped earlier on in the season. It's it's picked right up now, but um, time, you know, we're both back working yeah. uh, and it's only me and Daryl now. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult um, yeah. to do, to do that and to plan it. It's, it's really, really awkward. Um, but yeah, hopefully the quality of the last few podcasts, uh, you know, this season have been enough to sort of, yeah, if people want to still subscribe, that's be great. But yeah, that's that's our little thank you for everyone. So whoever's a subscriber at the thirtieth on the thirtieth of November uh, will get an invite to the live chat with Ben. Uh, but yeah. yeah, everyone will still get to listen to it, so no one's missing anything. There's no content. Anyone who's not a member or doesn't want to become a member, no one's missing out. Yeah. You know, um, other than I'm the sorry, guys, just to put you two on the spot here, um, what's what's your plans going on in season four for the podcast? Whoa. Oh, Ooh, uh, big cover questions for us. Um, if there is enough interest still in hearing me and Terry do this, I would say is probably where our heads at right now. Yes, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, we like. I, I know people might not realize it, but people's response and knowing that people listen and knowing that people get something out of it does give us motivation to keep doing it. There have been many times that we thought maybe it's done, the numbers are going down, and then a few episodes in, you know, to read that people really enjoy it. And, you know, when we see at the end of the month that, you know, 10 people are still subscribed and stuff, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, it's good motivation. So I suppose not to try and say that people subscribe and do whatever, but if we feel that there is still enough interest in hearing us doing it another season, that would probably go a long way in making our decision, I would say for me. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I, I think, you know, people have been more sort of forthcoming, like more people want to come on. That makes it easier. More people are asking questions. More people are talking. Uh, everything it just makes everything easier for like for me. It makes it far easier. Like I don't have to go and do all the chasing. Like I put that thread up. You know who who would actually want to come on the podcast? And loads of people commented, and I was like, that's fucking great. That mm. gives me a bit more 
impetus to, to go about uh, and maybe carry on doing the pot. I think, yeah, we've already said, you know, 100% going to be doing the uh, Champions League draw. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going into season four doing the, you know, I think the Ben interview will be uh, week two, two, I think, season four. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and then we'll probably do uh, like a load of extra stuff for everyone. You know, we'll do some secret stuff and drop them during, during the Christmas period, three or four, something like that episodes. Just, yeah, just you know, for a bit to... of a laugh to have some stuff go out it won't probably won't be like a full pod because there's nothing to talk about but there will be some stuff being dropped over the christmas gap so obviously obviously i i'm not going to say too much but season two and season three if you boys come and speak to me for season four going yep. forward that'll keep your your peckers up as well um <laughs> you kick off Listen, yeah, I, yeah. I've had a finger up the bum now, mate, from Colchester. I'm not sure what's going on. You're going to have to step it up now, ain't you? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? What's your hand size? Well, how big's your big toe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Again, if the numbers if, if, if the numbers are up then and you are willing to do it, then I'm happy to... Right, right to now, you behind that's, the that's right, right now, being thing, into January, we, we, you know... It, as long as the interest is as i say yeah that that's that's where we're at like we do this for you guys if people are getting enough out of it i'm happy to keep doing it you know yeah and that, that's been the main thing for me is actually people listening uh the feedback's been really good I mean, it's, it's so nice to hear everyone else is happy especially like with the new managers uh, or or ones lesser less heard yeah are getting airtime uh, i would never really say popular. it was it was really difficult to think of not doing it with faddy at the time do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, I, I didn't that, want that, to then. That was actually a big kick in the nuts is that, you know, it was us three that started this. It was Faddy's original idea. He's the one that reached out. So it was really difficult to think, how do we do it without him? Um, but I think this new format, we've got a couple of guys on every time, has helped keep it fresh for me and Terry too. Because, you know, there's only so much UE guys like me and Terry could actually probably talk about, you know? Um, so having two new guys on every week, this new format has really helped. So I'd like to, as long as you guys want to come on, Everyone will come on, then yeah, it's it's really helped. I like this new style that we're doing. I'm sure yeah, there'll same. be more people that want to come on. Just not myself. Yeah. There, there yeah. is, there is, mate. Honestly, Missile, I've Missile got. Missile's banned. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, Missile's banned. Uh, I've <laughs> literally, I think I'm, I've fully, pretty much made the schedule for up until probably week three, four of season four. If if we, if we keep going that far, it, it's it's so easy to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I think that's where we're at. Yep, I think so. Good, just drop me a private PM, Terry, when you get five minutes. Um, Will do, mate. Will do. All right. All right, then, boys. Well, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, Mikey, thank you very much for being on. Luke, absolute good, pleasure, mate, good, having you on. Pleasure. Good, yeah, great, mate. Good, thank you. Good luck. Good luck uh, to both been good. You. been enjoyable. Been big yeah, and good, you guys, so good luck. Massive, massive week. Good luck to you both, mate. Hope you hope you both do well, lads. Hope you absolutely smash it out of the park. And, uh yeah, all the best to you both. And, and thank you again, Daryl, as always, mate. Um, yeah. We'll see you all soon.